Over the past couple weeks, Louisville head football coach Jeff Brom has been adding to the wide receiving core, but over the weekend, he made the passing game even scarier. On today's episode of the Locked On Louisville podcast, we're going to talk about the additions of Kevin Coleman Jr., Jamari Thrash, and Jamari Johnson, as well as other things. So with that being said, let's get right on into the show. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On the Louisville Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. As always, I want to say thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder that the show is free on all streaming services five days a week. Your team, every day. A lot of stuff to talk about on today's episode of the show. We're going to talk about how Louisville head football coach Jeff Brom and company made the Cardinals passing game even deadlier with the additions of wide receivers Kevin Coleman Jr. and Jamari Thrash. We'll also talk about D. Wiggins entering the transfer portal and Jamari Johnson signing his national letter of intent. And then in the final segment, we'll talk about uh, the Cardinals passing game as a whole. Uh, before we talk about the additions of Coleman and Thrash, uh, a couple things since we recorded the last show. Um, obviously, our thoughts and prayers uh, go out to the Buffalo Bills community, Damar Hamlin um, and his family and the Bills players, um, <clears throat> so on and so forth, uh, took a very scary turn on Monday evening when um, he collapsed on the field. They had to give him CPR since the recording of the last episode on Sunday evening, or I'm sorry, Monday evening, I should say, before the game. Uh, Hamlin is responsive. Um, FaceTime teammates later on in the week seems to have no lasting neurological damage, was um, um, very coherent when he woke up. So that is great news to hear. We continue to keep him in our thoughts. Also, friend of the show and a guy that has been on multiple times, Jeremy Wallman, uh, Cardinal Sports Zone co-founder and editor, had some health issues at the end of this past week. Um, don't want to dive into the specifics, but seems like we got some pretty positive news um, in the grand scheme of things. So uh, thank you all for your continued support and prayers for him. I'm definitely glad uh, to see him um, starting that road to recovery. But with that being said, let's get into the show. A lot of stuff to talk about. We talked about Kevin Coleman Jr. last Monday, the Jackson State wide receiver transfer visiting the Cardinals program. Well, he ended up committing to the Cardinals uh, late last week. Also, Louisville gets a commitment from Georgia State transfer uh, Jamari Thrash. Um, two huge additions to the program. Obviously, on paper, Outside of maybe Amari Huggins-Bruce, it didn't seem like there was a true number one wide receiver on the team. However, Jeff Brom does a great job um, with guys that maybe didn't necessarily do all that great statistically the year prior and then turning them into stars. But regardless, now it seems like Louisville might have a couple of wide receiver ones. Um, you'll get Kevin Coleman Jr. Uh, to begin with. Um, we talked about Kevin Coleman um, you know, at the beginning of of the week last week, the Jackson State wide receiver had uh, 33 catches for 510 yards, three touchdowns last season as a true freshman for Deion Sanders, 15.5 yards per reception. 
uh, the 54th best prospect in the country in the 2022 class. Alan True, national recruiting analyst for 24-7 Sports, compared him to Deontay Johnson of the Pittsburgh Steelers and projected him as a second-round selection, ultimately, in the NFL draft. He went on to say he's a very sudden and quick prospect who creates a lot of separation with his explosiveness out of his breaks, makes cuts at full speed excellent in the open field, has good time speed, and accelerates quickly, very good hands and ball skills, catches the ball comfortably away from his body and in traffic over the middle, has to keep getting stronger, not the biggest receiver, but fits very well in today's spread offenses. Um, also makes plays as a return man and a Wildcat quarterback, scoring in a variety of ways. But regardless, um, a very dynamic addition for the Louisville Cardinals, a former top 55 prospect, obviously takes a little bit of the sting away from losing DeAndre Moore in the early signing day period. So, um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me to see Kevin Coleman Jr. being an immediate starter for the Cardinals next season. Um, granted, he... Excuse me, um, my ears have been clogged due to sinuses, so I can hear my voice. I have to constantly clear um, clear my ears, so I do apologize. But back on track, um, I think that you know it, he has to uh, address some issues with drops that he had last season at Jackson State. But with being a true freshman, I don't necessarily see that being an issue. Um, I'm interested to see how Louisville is going to uh, line up at the wide receiver position. We'll talk about that in the third segment. But overall, a very solid addition. And I don't want to talk too much about this recruitment because we already did that on this past um, week. So if you need to get a little bit more um, you know, in tune with what he brings to the table, go check out the episode a couple days ago, uh, which – for those wondering, which if you probably aren't wondering, but regardless, the most liked video on the Locked on the Louisville YouTube page. So extremely excited there. Uh, but the Cardinals weren't done adding to the wide receiving committee. Jamari Thrash, Georgia State wide receiver, also committed to the Cardinals um, on Sunday morning. Thrash was a first-team all-Sun Belt selection, led the conference in receiving yards and receiving touchdowns. 61 carries for 1,122 yards for the Panthers. Uh, also, seven receiving touchdowns, averaged 18.4 yards per reception. Six foot, 180 pound junior from LaGrange, Georgia. Um, spent the last four seasons at Georgia State. Um, the past couple seasons, obviously, this was a breakout year for him. Last season, before that, 32 receptions for 452 yards and three touchdowns. So um, a very accomplished receiver, like I said, six-foot receiver, so not the tallest guy, but, man, is he explosive with the football, a guy that is going to be hard to take down. Um, you look at what he brings to the table, like I mentioned, that explosiveness, solid catching ability, uh, does a good job of high-pointing the football with his size. We talked about this team needing some home run threats. You got one in Kevin Coleman Jr. You've already got one in Amari Huggins-Bruce, and you got another one in Jamari Thrash. Um, ranked as one of the top prospects or transfers, I should say, at the position, according to a lot of services out there, this is a huge addition to the program. A possible number one wide receiver here for Louisville. And I'm extremely excited because I keep seeing parallels being drawn when I look at film to Tyler Hudson. Now, Hudson might be a little bit of a different receiver on the field. Hudson, you know, 6'2", a little bit of a bigger receiver, 
sort of like Des Fitzpatrick in the sense of doesn't necessarily do one thing great, but does a lot of things very, very solid. Uh, Jamari Thrash being more of a explosive receiver, home run threat, deep ball receiver, but uh, does a lot of great things as well um, overall. So, but the parallels are evident to me in guys that maybe, um, you know, Thrash wasn't an FCS guy, but a guy that didn't play at the Power Five that absolutely wrecked havoc on a lower-level competition but is just a very fundamentally sound receiver, I think that Thrash maybe might not necessarily have a 1,000-yard season for Louisville upcoming because I think it's kind of hard to really predict on who's going to get over a 1,000 yards when you look at this receiving core now when there's so many guys that entered the picture. But I digress until the third segment of the show. I just think that you needed guys that produced at high levels, and I looked at it and I thought, okay, well, here you go. If you remember when Louisville added Callaway, when they added Jaden Thompson, I liked those additions, and so did um, Grant Mulligan of the State of Louisville Football Recruiting Analyst. But I wanted to add uh, another receiver that had produced at the collegiate level. Well, Louisville's got two of those that were added. Kevin Coleman Jr., true freshman, very highly regarded out of the high school ranks in the 2022 class, multiple years left in the collegiate ranks, over 500 yards, a speed guy. And then you got you get a very decorated receiver from the Sun Belt that had a fantastic season, probably, in my opinion, one of, if not the best receivers in the conference as a whole. So, um, you know, it, it's a very solid addition. And we're going to talk about how you know, these play into the overall big picture of the passing game here in the third segment. But before we do that, we're not done talking about the moving pieces, not just talking about the wide receiving committee, but Jamari Johnson, a highly rated tight end prospect, Louisville commit, signed his national letter of intent uh, with the Cardinals. Um, also, D. Wiggins entering the transfer portal. We're going to talk about that here in just a second after we talk about our friends over at LinkedIn Jobs. As a small business owner of, or hiring manager, you need to know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help achieve your goals. Uh, they go beyond resume data by using insights from your job posts, company, and their 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of. It makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications. It helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Cardinal fans, thanks again for making Locked On Louisville your first listen every day. Make sure to check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball all in one place. Plus, hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players Locked On College Basketball. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Transitioning into the second segment of the show, it was a big weekend for the Louisville Cardinals on the recruiting trail, Jeff Brom and company are in their bags, so to speak. Um, absolutely grinding on the recruiting trail. Saturday was a huge day. Sunday was a huge day. 
we talked about the additions of Kevin Coleman Jr. and Jamari Thrash. That wasn't the only good news for the Louisville passing game. Jamari Johnson, highly rated tight end, Louisville commit that has been committed to Louisville since the springtime last year, didn't sign in the early signing period, or so we thought. Um, he delayed his announcement to the Adidas All-American Bowl on Saturday, and he announced his commitment to the Cardinals in front of the nation on live television at halftime, or just after halftime, I should say. And shortly after, the Louisville Twitter page announced that they had received his national letter of intent. So, putting two and two together, together, reading the tea leaves, Jamari Johnson signed during the early signing period, but kept the decision close to chest to uh, garner suspense. And granted, he is a Louisville Cardinal. Huge addition for the program, both physically and metaphorically. Jamari Johnson, six foot six, 270 pounds, played a couple different positions for Inglewood High School in that California area, part of that Flyville 23, Cali to the Ville um, you know, movement. Jamari Johnson played at quarterback at times, at tight end, and out wide as a wide receiver. Projects at tight end at the collegiate level. Ranked as the 421st best prospect in the country, according to the 24-7 Sports Composite. Four-star prospect. I honestly think that he has all-American potential. You'll look at me and say, Dalton, of course you do. You're a Louisville homer. You're very biased. That's probably true. But the film doesn't lie. Look at what you see on film. We're starting to see, um, you know, tr- you know, you always see trends in college football. You see trends in the NFL. Like wide receiver-wise, it seems like, you know, the trend is speed. Smaller guys that, um, you know, have a lot of explosiveness. Quarterback-wise, it's mobile quarterbacks that can also throw pretty solidly. Tight end-wise, it's you're going away from the traditional run-blocking that uh, specialize in being like a um, you know last resort option and catching the football to guys that are extremely athletic that pose a lot of mismatches that you know abuse the middle of the field. They also line up out wide. You look at Kyle Pitts, uh, Brock Bowers, Michael Mayer, Dalton Kincaid from Utah, um, so on and so forth. You see it all the time, and I think you know it starts with guys like uh, Kyle Pitts, like Travis Kelsey, uh, George Kittle, so on and so forth. Jamari Johnson, I feel like, possesses that potential. You look at his offer sheets. I mean, Alabama, Oregon wanted him to flip, um, you know, so on and so forth. But regardless, I am really excited to see what Will was able to do with Jamari Johnson in this passing attack because there is absolutely unlimited possibility. I'm talking like year two, year three. You're possibly talking about an all-ACC level performer. Maybe a day one, day two draft prospect. I may be getting a little bit ahead of myself here, but when you look at Jamar Johnson's film, you're lining him up out wide. He's got the size, obviously, that makes it extremely tough for opposing defensive backs to contend with. But he's also got that athleticism when he goes up against you know opposing linebackers, um, uh, instant goal line threat. You see what he's able to do in the wildcat formation. You know you don't think he moves all that well for his size until you just watch all the players around him and he's able to get into that second level of the defense. So ultimately, I mean, this is a great addition. I mean, this is one of those that you look at and it's like, okay, maybe it's not – like a, I don't even know how you would look at this. Maybe it's not like gaining the clout of getting a guy like DeAndre Moore. 
but credit Jim, Jeff Brom and company for going out and you know keeping this commitment because I don't think this is all that far-fetched to say that Jamari Johnson may have the highest ceiling in this class because you look at the upside there. You look at what he's able to do at, t- at tight end. You saw what Marshawn Ford was able to do in an offense that didn't really utilize the pass all that much. And now you're going into a pro passing offense, an offense that really utilizes the passing offense. Or the passing game, I should say, not to be redundant. And it makes a lot of sense. I mean, this makes a lot of sense if you're Jamari Johnson because not only are you going to be able to be a solid in the pass block, the run block, but you're also going to be a prime target in the passing game. And I could definitely see, I mean, you know, Louisville going with an offense that utilizes tight ends like Georgia does, like Florida did with Cal Pitts, so on and so forth. So huge addition. Um, the only subtraction over the weekend, or so we know right now, was from wide receiver D. Wiggins. D. Wiggins transferred in from Miami before last season, played three years, or I'm sorry, four years with the Hurricanes, um, recorded seven touchdowns with the Cardinals. Unfortunately, his season was derailed quickly after the third game where he uh, suffered a season-ending injury, only had four receptions for 67 yards, averaged 16.8 yards per reception. I wish D the best of luck. Obviously, it seemed like last year could have been pretty solid for him until he got injured. Um, He's definitely going to have a solid career wherever he goes or a solid year wherever he goes. Uh, Wish him the best of luck. But with the additions that Louisville had in the transfer portal, four new receivers, um, three new high school receivers, it's no surprise that you're probably not going to hold on to all of the guys that are currently with you. Um, D Wiggins entering the transfer portal. So it doesn't really necessarily come as a huge surprise. Um, I think Braden Smith is back, although I'm not necessarily sure. I know that he was granted that year of eligibility, but I'm not necessarily sure what the, um, you know, what the decision has been. I'm not sure if there has been a, an official statement, but regardless, um, I just think that overall, you know, you're going to lose a couple guys. It wouldn't even surprise me to see maybe another player enter the transfer portal, although I think they did a good job of addressing depth. Um, so, like I said, wish D the, the best of luck. Um, he's going to have a great year. Um, hopefully he gets back to full health here soon, and um, we see him ball out at his next stop. Uh, But for the final segment of the show, we're going to talk about the passing game as a whole. We'll do that here in just a second after we talk about our friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season, basketball, and more. We've got it all covered at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Heading into the final segment, discussing why the Cardinals passing game could be scary next season. Jeff Brom and company have been on fire in the recruiting trail. The other episode that drops either later today on Sunday or Monday morning is going to talk about the highest rated commit in program history. 
But that's the next episode. We're here talking about the passing game. Obviously, you get uh, Jack Plummer, the quarterback from California. You have a quarterback that has played at the Power 5 level, had over 3,100 yards last season for a lackluster California offense, so pretty solid. Um, You bring in Jamari Johnson, which is huge for the passing game at the tight end position. Um, But let's talk about the wide receiver position because it went from early December – well, who's going to have to do a lot for the wide receiver position to now? How are you going to how are you going to get all these guys meaningful snaps? Well, the bottom line is you're not. It's going to be all about competition, but the top programs have highly rated guys that, you know, compete with each other. This is a perfectly normal and beneficial and encouraging problem to have if you're the University of Louisville. We have to get out of this mindset of, well, we don't have enough, you know, you know, footballs to go around for the players in the positions. How do you think these top programs are able to compete year in, year out? You don't know what's going to happen injury-wise. Look, last season, D. Wiggins went down. Uh, Braden Smith, you know, went down the year prior. That hurt depth-wise. I mean, we had guys go down from injury all over the place. Devon Mortimer didn't make it to campus. You have the... The depth now. I think that, um, you know, your starters, you know, Amari Huggins, Bruce, Kevin Coleman Jr., Jamari Thrash, you're looking at those guys as possible starters. Jimmy Callaway is another guy. Jaden Thompson, I think those five, you feel good about, you know, possibly those five being in the two deep. Um, if Braden Smith is back, you have to think that he is in that mix. Um, even William Fowles, we talked about William Fowles uh, from the Under Armour All-American Bowl, had a very solid camp leading up to the game. Um, he's a player that could, you know, be in the mix. I think that, you know, Jalil McClain, Kataris Hicks, Chance Morrow are players that we're probably going to see in the future uh, after 2023. And then another guy you cannot sleep on here is Chris Bell. The 6'2 receiver from the Mississippi area, um, I think, really fits this offense. He's a player that reminds me a lot of David Bell um, from the Purdue offense a couple years ago. You know, 6'2", 6'3", does a good job of high-pointing the football, uses his athleticism to his advantage, Um, great catch radius, uh, does a lot of things very, very solidly, solid route runner. So, you know, overall, I think that this is a great problem to have. It's going to make spring ball very interesting. It's going to make fall camp and the offseason very interesting. But make no mistake about it. You're going to see an offense that is going, you know, you hear that phrase, iron sharpens iron. And I truly believe that. And I believe it in every position on the field. You know, this is going to be a situation to where you're going to see guys step up and because they have to. Um, you have guys that are looking to prove themselves. You have guys that are looking to you know, make their names in the college ranks. You have guys that are looking to increase their college production and continue their hot streaks in college. So regardless, I think that Jamari Thrash is probably going to be a starter next season. I think that that's the same thing with – honestly, if you made me project the starters for next season, I think you're probably looking at Amari Huggins-Bruce, Jamari Thrash, and Kevin Coleman Jr. Now, granted – all guys that are under six foot one. So does that matter for the Wobble passing attack? Could you see guys like Jimmy Callaway, Jaden Thompson, and Chris Bell kind of slide into that uh, maybe the X or the Y receiver um, and just kind of continue to fluctuate, um, you know, at the, in the slot and things of that nature. But I think that 
there's a lot of creativity, and you have a guy that has specialized in getting receivers the ball, utilizing the space. Um, you know, if there's a guy that I trust in the situation, it's Jeff Brom. It's Jeff Brom. It's Jeff Brom. It's Brian Brom. It's Garrick McGee. I trust. I trust Jeff Brom three times over. Um, so. Because we've seen it work. We've seen it happen um, at Purdue. You know, Rondell Moore, Charlie Jones, David Bell. Now, granted, there may not be a feature receiver that goes for over 1,200 yards. We have to prepare this. We have to prepare ourselves as Louisville fans to understand that. Maybe we don't have a great, you know, 1,500-yard receiver. But that's not going to take away the potency of this passing game i think that you have the depth outside you have the guys that can slide into that wide receiver one position you have the quarterback that you know for one year as a grad transfer could be the guy that can take your offense to the next level you have solid tight end play in jamari johnson now granted there has been rumors of Louisville maybe adding another tight end um for jamari to learn under and a guy that has you know produced at solid levels that would make this offense even deadlier i think the one thing you're looking at now for the Cardinals offense that the team may address by the time this podcast airs is the offensive line. The team needs to, in my opinion, bring in another offensive lineman or two that could possibly start alongside Adonis. I'm not sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Not Adonis Boone. Uh, Michael Gonzalez, Caleb Chandler, um, so on and so forth. So I think that that's the only thing that really uh, depth-wise, maybe at running back, um, but still you have Jawar jo- Jordan and company um, that – are leading that position. So extremely excited for the Louisville passing game. The additions of Kevin Coleman Jr., Jamari Thrash, Jamari Johnson are huge. Obviously, D. Wiggins transferring isn't ideal, but you would expect some players to look to go elsewhere with how crowded the wide receiver room is looking for the Cardinals. So uh, we're going to talk about more recruiting information as the days go on. So with that being said, that's going to wrap up this episode of the show. Everyone have a great day. We'll see you right back here very soon.